All right. Hey guys, what is up? It's the one and not only confused 20 something. Today I have a special guest, uh, Mr. Data Dan. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> All right. So Dan and I used to work together. Um, he still works for the same company that I've previously spoken about in another episode. Um, he works at another site now, though. Dan, uh, do you want to go ahead and just give a little background about yourself? Oh, where to start, right? Um, so I started with Kate, what was it, about a year or two ago, right? Something like that. Something like that, like maybe a year and yeah. a half. And uh, I, I, you know, I've been in my role for about, oh, probably at the time, probably between three and four years. So I was pretty well seasoned, let's put it that way. Nice and crisp, really. Yeah, n- Very nice and crisp. Nice and crisp. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, it, it was just really funny just seeing uh, Kate come in and ready to go and everything. And just in the back of my mind, I was like, oh, if I could just tell her. <laughs> no, you definitely did. <laughs> you were like, listen, give it time. <laughs> give, let it, give it time to sink in for a little bit. <laughs> oh, you're so, you're so bright. I think the exact words you were like, oh, oh, just wait. That's that's the yeah, exact thing. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure I was like, <laughs> oh, it's it's new this new job, new role, and everything. Just let just give it time. <laughs> I came in all bushy eyed and oh, I'm so excited to contribute to a team. <laughs> and Dan, I just I I just see I just see Mr. Data Dan in the corner. He just hunched over. He just turns and he's like, ah. <laughs> pretty much is like a scene from Lord of the Rings. And uh, if you've ever seen Smeagol in the cave, that's pretty much what it was. <laughs> Literally, though, because, like, I would come in and he, like, wouldn't even turn the lights on in, like, half of the, like, office space that we work. Like, the entire area would just be dark. And to put it into perspective, too, like, we shared a shelf for a desk, like, literally right next to each other. Like, I moved my elbow and I was in his desk space. (laughs) Like, I had this unspoken rule that no one else knew that, you know, you don't talk to Dan until about 9 a.m. 9 a.m. At the earliest. Yeah. Because, you know, depending <laughs> on whether we walked in the door at 6 or 7, but only I knew this rule, but it was unexpected that you to just know this rule. So, Lights are off, don't talk. <laughs> fun fact, everybody knew this rule, and, like, any time before 9, you just don't talk to Dan. You just don't. <laughs> it's in your best interest. It. I think everybody knew this rule. I'm surprised you didn't know that everybody knew that rule. Oh, no, I mean, because, uh, you know, you get the every, you know, the occasional joker that would come in and be like, good morning. How was your day? And it's he, like, he just looks so energetic. Oh my god! Like if you could just picture like the Annabelle doll just slowly turning around its head <laughs> and like cranking back towards this person, like I'm literally gonna rip your soul out. You know what? We should also say too. So most of the start times for us is like six a.m. and seven a.m. is late for us to start mm-hmm. an ag. That's just how it how it be. That's how it be. Yeah, that's really just. How it be, it kind of sucks, but, you know, we just have rules about these things. You know, you don't talk to certain people for a certain time. You figure it out as you go. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Everything's fine. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> so, <clears throat> Dan was kind of a mentor to me uh, going into oh, my role. so cute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> very, um, very hands-on, considering we literally were, like, a foot apart from one another, Literally. Yeah, it was kind of unfortunate. Uh, the desk is still like that to this day. I just have new desk desk mates, if that's what we want to call it. Yeah, so like I was saying, uh, 
Dan is the one that mentored and trained me coming into my role. The site that we worked at, or Dan previously worked at, I still work at, was, um, and kind of still is, uh, just a, a dumpster fire, really. Uh, and <laughs> I mean that in the nicest way, so... No, all I, the... mean that, no, I mean that in the harshest way. <laughs> I think all sites in any company kind of have their ups and downs, and it's just hard when you're in it every day like in ag you just don't get a break at all it's just it's year round so it's not for the faint of heart during our time there we kind of came up with this term that we refer to as um being a pd <laughs> this is something that we I'm so used <laughs> this is something that we used in uh you know in our everyday in our day-to-day tasks uh whenever we were frustrated and we were fed up with something so for example everybody at our site we use ipads for all of our inventory and things like that and people would just like leave them on our desks no 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 nothing can you imagine getting something just plopped on your desk and just being expected to fix it with literally no background information because let me tell you <laughs> let me tell you it's extremely frustrating <laughs> I'm already getting hot thinking about it. Yeah, so if that doesn't if that doesn't tell you anything, I don't know what does. Um, <laughs> let me let me just say that we had actual roles, and we were like apparently like part time IT at this point. Yeah, it's like, still it's still an uphill battle. There's no IT at sites. It's just uh you know it's just us little guys, <laughs> middle management. <laughs> we're like our own we're like our own army <laughs> of IT people because we just gotta figure it out. <laughs> Sadly, it, it, it what what hurt us was we became really good at fixing these things, and therefore it just kind of became a known thing. And, oh, just take it to Dan or, you know, someone else, and uh, you know it's, we kind of dug that own hole for ourselves. Yeah, it was almost like a self-fulfilling prophecy, but we refer to some of our coworkers when they're kind of being <clears throat> less than desirable people to work with um, as PDs. We kind of came up with a way to skirt by using this term. So it really stands for what you think would be personal development, maybe? No. Yes. No, that is not what that is. It means you're being a damn poop dick. Poop dickery, okay? Let that set in for a second. I swear to God, <laughs> our coworkers, half the time, at least once a week, somebody's going to come strolling in being a poop dick, okay? That's just how it is. That's what, <laughs> that's what it'd be like when you work an egg. I want to just take a second. We, I don't think we've ever actually done this, but I want to try and define what is a poop dick. What, what is a PD? It's a PD. Well, how do you define that? Like a dictionary definition. I don't want... PD. Yeah, I don't want an urban dictionary definition. I want a definition that some kid in school would open up in a dictionary. <laughs> That's what I want. Uh, I think a PD would relate more to uh, being a uh, pain in the ass and being someone who really just uh, just just enjoys being a PD. <laughs> <laughs> like it's almost, so are you saying it's kind of like a personality trait at this point? I think this is something that is not personally developed Notice I said PD. Uh, personally developed through like, oh, hey, I'm going to actually be like this. It's more or less an attitude I think that's brought on by other people that they inadvertently acquire uh, throughout their time. And they, they, next thing they know, they're just acting like that, but they don't realize they're acting like it. But we do because we're on the receiving end of the poop dickery. 
So are we saying that the the proper verb for this word is poop dickery? Is that present or past tense or both? I think poop dickery is in the moment. So present and you, tense. And then I think you can use poop dick to actually scale out your day, right? So if you were to ask me, you know, how does that scale, right? I would say on a scale of one to poop dick, um, <laughs> we're, sitting, we're sitting in a large pile of poop dickery right now. So I don't know. The way I'm thinking of a scale would maybe be like, okay, you're you're kind of being like a chode right now, you know? So like you yes. have a chode, you got a semi-chode, and then you got your, be okay, you're being a full-blown poop dick right now, okay? You need to chill. You need oh, to stop. You need to stop right now. <laughs> yes. Please stop. That's kind of how that's kind of how I'm thinking of it. So but maybe it's a, it's a nice it's a nice little uh, catch-all because you know you, we call it poop dick, right? But if anybody ever hears us slinging around the the acronym PD, right? You know we're just working on personal development. Yeah, you know maybe I just updated my resume. You don't know. Maybe yeah. I'm just maybe I had a, a a talk with one of my mentors. You you have no idea, okay? Maybe I'm talking about the shit personal development of another technician. That is uh, being a poop dick. Yeah, maybe somebody that needs a lot of PD in their lives, like a severe amount. Like, listen, you need Jesus. You're being a real, like, grade A master poop dick, and you need, <laughs> you need to leave my office immediately. <laughs> but uh, what's funny is we don't even have, like, a personal office, so, like, people are real poop dicks to us because we're just out there all oh, the yeah, time. Sorry. Let me rephrase. When I say leave my office, I mean leave mine and Caitlin's office. <laughs> my, Caitlin, and our third desk mate that we had who's not on this call right now, he, yes. you can leave. <laughs> leave yeah, this entire can. room because our office isn't even an office. It's a shelf. <laughs> it's a shelf. Literally, literally <laughs> the person who designed, wanted to design this thing no longer works there anymore. And nope. God bless. I hope the hell he does God bless. architect. Preach. Right now, his best option for the next formation of an office was basically a glorified shelf of old cubicles that worked just fine before literally a shelf y'all not even kidding and if you're wondering are these really the things you guys talk about and getting arguments about all the time yes you're 100 percent correct <laughs> yeah the shelf like we had this thing in the middle when i started in my role i had what was called the crack desk the crack desk the crack desk <laughs> and we, do, the, we, we are not doing crack it's just the call the crack desk literally because there is a massive crack down the middle of the desk because the two sides of the shelves meet halfway between the three desks so whoever's in the crack desk is in the middle desk and it's like right against the wall too so you have like no leg room you have a crack right in the middle of your desk so you can't really write anything because you'll just like put a punch a hole through the paper with a pen because there's a huge yes. crack in the middle of the desk and it's um like a, yeah it's kind of like an immediate like let's see what kind of person you are <laughs> sit here <laughs> it's like a test it's a it's the ultimate test when you start <laughs> how frustrating nice, we, we call it the crack desk but we're trying to really see how long it's going to take for you to till you crack and you realize <laughs> it's a metaphor going on? <laughs> you're like where did i just sign up to work <laughs> What is this hell? <laughs> what have I done? I regret my life decisions. <laughs> is this as bad as it gets? No, let us introduce the poop dicks to you real quick. Yeah, because basically they they put you in the crack desk to see how big of a poop dick you are. And then <laughs> it's a real true test. It's a true test of your poop dickery level. <laughs> and then and then once somebody else moves on and they move on to like a 
like a higher role, then you don't have to sit at the crack desk anymore. You get a corner desk. It still shares the shelf, but you don't sit at the crack anymore. <laughs> and as, as like the formers of the PD acronym, right? We're allowed to to do this kind of stuff because we're just trying to see how you stack up to us, right? We've all been in that situation. <laughs> so it's like, How are well, you going to react? <laughs> we didn't sit at the crack desk, but we sat at our, at our own metaphorical crack desk. And, you know, we just want to see how you perform. And if you do good, well, guess what? You become part of the group. When you going to crack, how long it going to take you? <laughs> we shall see when you sit at the crack desk. At the crack desk. <laughs> oh, bless up for the crack desk, honestly. <laughs> bless oh, yeah. up. I miss the crack desk. <laughs> I'm sorry for whoever's ears that just, like, destroyed with the can. Oh, yeah, this is what the crack desk does to you, everybody. <laughs> no, no fucks given. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the crack desk was the ultimate test of poop dickery within oneself, a new member on the team. So at one point in time, I was the new poop dick, or PD. <laughs> who's, who's the new poop dick? That's nah, it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> I think you guys were afraid when I showed up too, like how... <laughs> how bad it was going to be. So when I started, um, the entire space that we worked in was mostly dudes. I was the only girl on the management team, literally. Yes, yes definitely uh, uh, not a culture shock, but we just we just weren't sure. Like It's kind of like when you meet a girl for the first time or you meet a guy for the first time and you're really full of dark humor and you're like, I can't show that side of myself yet. <laughs> <laughs> and so the other coworker and I were kind of just like on edge because we're like, I don't know, do we... Do we ease into it or do we just go full bore and we just see how she is, sink or swim, put her in the crack desk? (laughs) (laughs) We're just going to see how this person acts out. I would like to just take a second and go through what we think our biggest PD moments are. And I mean that I want to talk about what you think my biggest PD moment is and what I think your biggest PD moment is. And then I think we can each self-reflect on the on the topic of personal development, and oh, yes. we can and we can think of what we feel are our own biggest PD moments. Right. I just like to piggyback off that. I'm just kidding. I'm not going to go there. That's that's for another time. I, I, I just like to piggyback off that comment, please. Uh, yeah, I think that that's really good idea. I just actually think it's total shit. So that, that's a great uh like another podcast to talk about the buzzwords <laughs> that are used around our company i'm writing uh, it down right now <laughs> write that down you know jot that down right now. J- jot that jot that down for me could you could you make that an action item actually it's actually from always study in philadelphia if anybody caught on to that where uh he says jot that down <laughs> it's escalated beyond that <laughs> yeah yeah that that's for another time we're not going to get into that but i i can't wait to kind of reflect on my own personal development and Kate's personal development. <laughs> okay, what would you what would you prefer to start with? Do you want to start uh, with my biggest moment, your biggest moment, or your own biggest moment, or my own uh, biggest moment? Let's, let's start. I can probably start since we were just talking about it. I'll uh, I'll start with your biggest PD moment. Can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> so Kate's biggest PD moment, right? Yay! So Kate, Kate had just started. Um, probably Yay. no, no more than <laughs> two to three months into the job. Right. Uh, and you came in, in the springtime, if I'm not mistaken, right. Probably around planting time. That would be correct. Yes. Right. And you didn't go to the field. You actually stayed on site. 
Correct. So at the time, the other, my counterpart uh, was in the field. And so I was on site and, you know, doing my own thing. I have my own schedule. Granted, remember, I've been doing this for like a couple years. So I have my, I have my year built out of how things need to go. And now I have basically insert kid into uh, my life. And I'm, the I <laughs> I'm the kid. I'm the kid. The kid in this situation. <laughs> and I have to basically be dad for a little bit. And Yay. Teach Kate uh, <laughs> the, the ropes, right? Uh, so if you've ever, if you have kids, right, you'd probably be able to relate to this. If you don't, well, you'll relate. Um, <laughs> so along You're, the lines. Dan's my work dad. <laughs> work, dad. <laughs> work dad. Work dad that about literally like <laughs> started the drinking problem. But no, I'm just kidding. It's not that bad. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm bad. I asked you. I, yeah. <laughs> so if you've ever been around young kids, uh, when you're when they're at the age of when they're asking why all the time, you're going to understand this very, very well. Um, so there's a lot of things in our company that really a lot of us have just learned over the course of you know set of years, and we don't really know how to explain that well. It's just more of a, you just do this, you do this, and it does this, right? Um, and usually it's always pretty receptive. People understand. They just do it and they go. Then you meet Kate. <laughs> oh. Kate came in, and Kate was what I refer to as the butt why. <laughs> she was the butt why girl for about a month straight. Anything I did showed her how to do walk through. You get that? But why? <laughs> and literally, I have no idea how to answer this. But I always just used to remember looking and just being like, "Who asks?" But why? I don't even know the why myself. <laughs> I was just taught these steps, do this, and I know what it does, and it always has worked this way. I don't know what much more you want from me. <laughs> so, in my own defense, um, I'm one of those people where if I don't understand how I'm affecting the people around me, like, in the process, then I'm so lost. <laughs> like, I'm so concerned that I'm going to mess something up. Like, like I'm afraid that I'm going to change one little thing in, like, the program that we use, and, like, all hell is going to break loose. Yeah, again, <laughs> That's what I was afraid like of. The, it wasn't, like, the glazed-over look, like, I just told someone, like, I don't know, uh, quantum theory, and they were just like, oh, <laughs> uh, what? Uh, but, like, she was engaged in listening. It was just the fact that I wasn't, I guess I wasn't prepared for someone to be so engaged and listen to actually ask, but why? Why does that do that? Somebody who and actually asks like, questions is like unheard of shit. at our at our work. <laughs> shit, I don't know. It just does. Like <laughs> you go through here and do this and then do this. Like <laughs> like listen, Linda, I don't have all the answers, but we got to run. <laughs> but to revert this back to PD as since that is the topic of the these the show. Um See. this this was Kate's biggest PD moment for me because at this time you got to think um, we really hadn't had a new PA. Well, we hadn't had a new PA in a while. That would be my role. Yes. I wasn't really prepared for this and, uh, didn't really know how to act. So, um, I was just like, you're being a, you're being a poop dick right now. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, listen, I don't have all these answers and I don't like not having them. So you know right. what? You don't get to find out. Just turn around, look at your computer, get it done. <laughs> That's like that's like what I remember. You've never really understood that, but why made me so uncomfortable that I didn't know how to answer a lot of questions. So I was just like, <laughs> okay, you're being a poop dick. 
my own self insecurity <laughs> made me resort to poop dick, uh, poop dickery. I should I should say. Poop dickery. Uh, this, is even, this is I think this is even before we even established poop dick. Oh yeah, it was like very early on because, like I said, like I if I don't understand the entire process, it's hard for me to understand a small piece of it. Like I have to understand and like. That's not how anybody at these sites operates. Like, they, they just get told to, like, you need to do this. Go do it. And, like, I can do that, but I was very, I don't know. Like, there was so much stuff that I didn't know, and I don't like not knowing things. So mm-hmm. I just kept asking. Like, I really don't like not knowing and, like, being able to answer questions. Because, like, what? we have people that would, like, come in and ask me stuff, and I swear I feared <laughs> I feared so much because people would come in and just look at me like with fish eyes. You know, like that dead fish look people give you when they're just expecting the answer. <laughs> like, I literally just did it. So like, like Dan would be gone and people would come in and like they'd see him gone. And when I like first, first started, people would just see him gone and like walk back out. <laughs> like they wouldn't even try to ask me, which is like in their defense, totally fair. And then... As time went on, like, I was still completely underprepared and, like, didn't know anything. They would just look at me with <laughs> with dead-ass fish eyes and, and try to ask me the question. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> and uh, it, it would be yeah. so nerve-wracking because no one would be there. I'd just be by myself and have none of the answers. And then, like, we would have to stop production if I didn't until, like, wait until one of the other managers came. It was so bad. I'll have the radio on and be like, uh, Dan, do you got a copy? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> That's literally, or I'd like call like our other manager's desk and tell somebody. I'm literally up. just want to take a shit. Like <laughs> <laughs> That has happened before on the radio. Um, that is definitely God. a thing. <laughs> somebody that, be like, I'm in the. That's I'm a in moment the, right there. Be like, I'm in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that you actually radioed back. I'm in the bathroom. <laughs> that is, that, I haven't done that, but like somebody, people at our site do that. <laughs> Straight up. Uh, yeah, give me about uh, 20 minutes and I'll be out. What? I had tacos this morning. Come sorry. Back? Just be like, I had I had a gas station food for breakfast. It's going to be about 10 minutes, 10 4. Oh, God. There's another podcast right there. Casey's. <laughs> oh my god all of us live and die for casey's i've lived and died at least 50 times eating casey's <laughs> eating casey's food <laughs> like new year new me i'm not i'm gonna start eating healthy you know i'm gonna start working out i'm not gonna do this anymore nah, casey's first, like first huh. <laughs> <laughs> casey's is like nah fam you're gonna you're gonna come spend your money here for shitty food <laughs> Casey's like, nah, fam, you tripping. You know what you're going to be doing at 12 o'clock. <laughs> hey, I see you over there. Don't try to fool yourself into thinking you're not coming here. Listen. Listen. Casey's just like, you ready to shit your brains out at one? <laughs> I'm ready yes. to help you accomplish that. <laughs> oh, God. That's that's another one. We don't need to get into that one right now. But that's a, <laughs> that is one that has wrecked me char- as, a, as a person. It's just it's cleaned your insides character. out. It's cleaned my insides out, and it's wrecked me, like, health-wise. Uh, but for some reason, it's wrecked me so much, I kind of feel like I'm a rescue now. Like, I, I just kind of feel like I'm always going to go back there eventually. <laughs> I'm a rescue. Hmm. I'm trying to think of what your biggest PD moment would be. 
It was so long ago, and I didn't know anything. Like, it's so hard to, like, think of somebody even being a PD when you know nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like, how do you even determine if somebody is when you don't even understand? <laughs> uh, this is gold because I have put, I know for a fact I have plenty of PD moments. <laughs> mm, I, I just think don't know if you were there to witness a lot of them. Because I feel like I had time to refine. <laughs> I think the biggest PD thing... You know what? I would say the biggest PD thing is... <clears throat> so, Dan, if somebody came in with a problem, right? So, how I just described, people would come in, they give you the dead-ass fish eyes, and they're like, how do? And you're like, uh... So, <laughs> so, <laughs> so Dan's reaction would always... Like, literally... So, we have to wear... We don't have to wear hard hats at our desk or anything, but, like, we do have to wear hard hats whenever we're walking around outside of that space. He... Literally, you just see him... You'd be like the immediate reaction would be like, oh, fuck. Like, even if it was something small, it would just be like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <That would, laughs> it was um, just my natural reaction. Just be like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, like, just horrible, horrible knee-jerk reactions, which I think I became guilty of just from being around it and, like, seeing the reaction. So then, like, I turned into that person at a spur point in time. Great peer pressure. <laughs> Literally. And um, <laughs> I just remember... It'd be like immediately because the uh, the safety glasses that we have to wear, you can get tinted ones. <laughs> so I think the biggest like PD moments for Dan, it would be somebody coming in with like a fairly simple question. And instead of just like, I don't know how to explain this. So, for example, if somebody was like doing something on another computer system we have to run our machinery, they'd come in with like a very simple question. Dan would like be like, oh, fuck. And then he'd put, immediately put on his hard hat and the safety glasses that like are tinted so you can't see his eyes. He'd walk out and then he'd literally lecture you. <laughs> like he'd lecture everybody. He'd be like, he'd be like, how do you not know this? I've told you so many times. <laughs> like that was literally the reaction. And there's one specific time I remember the biggest PD, the biggest PD moment <laughs> with this in mind <laughs> is across the room where we sit in there's a girl and she really really tries her hardest <laughs> she does <laughs> but like she just doesn't get the bigger picture and i don't know it's a it's an older lady i don't know if she will and she's so kind and she really really tries and she does a really good job with things that she knows she knows well um, but there's some things like sh when she's trying to do something new, sometimes she just needs to be told a few times before she like, gets it. And I remember Dan, he skirts his chair back. He turns and he goes, you look like you have a question. <laughs> and she's like, <gasps> the look, the look of sheer terror on this girl's face. She was like, uh, Granted, let's paint the picture real quick of what I looked like majority of the time. So usually at the time I was wearing a hat, a hoodie, had a huge beard. And Facts. pretty much had enough caffeine to knock out a horse. Facts. So, uh, my eyes are either bloodshot or wide fucking open at this point. And then I scoot back <laughs> and I'm just like, what do you need? <laughs> literally, literally. And the look of terror on her face. And then you would help anybody who had a question, but then you'd lecture them. So like the yes. <laughs> the one time she, she was like, straight oh, mom. yeah, <laughs> yeah, straight mom. Because <laughs> she had the question, Dan helped her. And then when it was over... He, he was like, you know what? I've shown you how to do this so many times. I don't know why you don't know how to do this yet. And I just, every time I think of it, I just get flashbacks to my mom lecturing me as a kid. I'm like, 
oh my god <laughs> it gives me anxiety and it's funny to think about that now because even before that we had an uh, atrocious uh person that worked in the lab with oh. us and oh uh, she oh, deserved god. the lectures and you know it's bad because i always hated her personality but yet if i feel like i adopted naturally some of that and i always had to kind of realize i gotta oh i gotta rein this back in like <laughs> my bad side's starting to show <laughs> you're like wow i'm actually gonna hit you right now <laughs> i gotta right. walk and, away <laughs> right and there was just times like you know a lot of it slipped and you know i kind of just and it wasn't until like a few days maybe later i was just like oh yeah i probably shouldn't have done that <laughs> Maybe should approach that a little bit different. Ooh. But when you work with Yike. the people that we worked with, it was kind of just a known thing. Like, you could approach someone super shitty and they would just be like, oh, okay. Yeah, that that's still a thing, by the way. Yeah, you can't, I, I don't recommend or condone this in any other workplace except the one we, we, we worked at. Yeah, like, they'll just walk up to you and be like, what the fuck is your problem? And, like, that's literally how they're, like, that's their way of saying hello to people. Yeah. And it's, like, you know, managers, too. It's not just, like their peers it's everyone it's but but yeah but everybody's semi sort of on a good good note right but you know there's certain people that are just take it too far yeah 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 take it way too far (laughs) you're just kind of like uh i'm gonna walk away now (laughs) that that situation that kate's talking about i definitely could have approached a lot better like when (laughs) when i spun back like with the meth eyes and just like you look like you have a question like yeah (laughs) We Probably still could have been like. We uh, still joke about it to this day. I'll turn to her and be like, "You look like you have a question," and I'll point at her, and she knows. She'll she points back and she goes, eh. <laughs> "It's like that's what Satan said." No, no. Oh my god! I, okay. Oh, I'm, I'm whoa! Saying. Too far! Too far! <laughs> I would I wouldn't say that. <laughs> it just depends on the time of season, right? It just, just depends if like how my workload has been since I've came in this morning, and the amount of garbage. Poop dickery hot trash deal with since six o'clock in the morning and it's a known issue if you remember in the first part of this podcast that you don't talk to dan till nine o'clock facts that i've been dealing with determines how nine o'clock and then on dan is going to act the rest of the day granted yeah like it sets the tone sound like this is how i am now i've definitely changed as a person Mm, i have you to a point. Just kidding. <laughs> to a point. You're like, uh. <laughs> now I just suppress my rage and wait till the right moment. Same. I've learned that timing is key. Timing is key. Can we add that to my list of things of, <laughs> that I wish I knew? <laughs> T- timing is key. Timing is key. Or people like don't take you seriously. <laughs> uh, True story. I'm just like fuck it, and I just say it. <laughs> yeah. Um. It definitely feels better to do that, but I don't know if it's always the best approach. That's how you become the PD. <laughs> always, appro- always know who you're approaching and how they like to be approached. Facts. You have, like a, you have like a menu of people. And, you know, this person likes it this way. This person likes it this way. But if you approach <laughs> this person the same way you approach person one and two, you're going to have a bad time. Yeah, you got to read people for sure. Because, like, if you don't read them right, then they're going to be looking at you like, well, you're a PD. You're a fucking poop dick. Why are you coming at me like that, bro? <laughs> also, it doesn't help that dark humor mixes into this. And so when you're having a bad time and you have a big sense of dark humor. Oh, people don't like that. Mm-mm. Yeah, no, it's it's a you talk about a chaotic mess. Yeah, it people get mad at us. They don't under, they don't they don't understand. Because in our head, it's it's humorous. But at the same time, we're kind of being serious. But 
they're terrified. <laughs> yeah, sometimes it goes too far and then people just kind of like give you this look. It's not, it's, um, listen. <laughs> listen, Linda. Listen. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> so so <Write> we're down. <laughs> so we're trying this thing called clean feed because i've because <laughs> i've never done remote podcasting so that's what we're doing right now and um t- <laughs> we're seeing how long we can go <laughs> in chunks before we have before the audio file just gets real 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 messed up mm. and um <laughs> we are testing out <laughs> Testing out different uh, <clears throat> sounds. <laughs> Sound number one. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> that would be reverb. Yeah, so we're really weird people. Um, just fair warning. Pro- probably should have like prefaced with that whole that whole statement. Honestly. Um, by the way, we have problems. We're very strange individuals. <laughs> yeah, you're just gonna have to get used to it or get over it. <laughs> Yeah, and the fact that I'm already writing down other things that we could rant about. Um, <clears throat> yeah. yeah, listen, you're stuck. To be honest, <laughs> I kind of feel like I'm on the spot this time because it's you know, my first time being on a podcast myself. But once I get comfortable, yikes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh no. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, so. 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 <laughs> <clears throat> Rain it the fuck back in. <clears throat> Sorry. <clears throat> Clear my throat out. I'm going to go over what I think my biggest PD moment is. Mm-hmm. Hashtag serious moment for a second here. So <laughs> there is one... Te- listen. <laughs> there is one technician. Um, we'll call him Technician Bob. <laughs> His name is not Bob. His name is His something name else. Is Bob. But it's... We'll call him Bob. And Bob really pissed me off one day so i had made this this production order i went out there with the things that they needed and they were all sitting in a group and the guy bob which i i enjoy working with this technician too so don't think i'm hating on him but this was like a learning experience for myself this this is about being pds this doesn't mean we hate people they just act like poop dicks yeah, and like me and Bob were both being poop dicks. So like, you know how like when you're a poop dick, and then like Equally the other person, yeah. So it just like escalates, you know. Would that be poop diction at that point? Poop diction, the, the the escalation of poop dickery to a point of no return. That's what poop diction is. Yes. Poop diction. Like um, <laughs> let me just jot that down really quick. Uh, <laughs> jot that down. Let me just jot that down. So I went out there at this production order one day and I was like, hey, like we have to get this done at some point. It was like for stuff that should have been done a while ago. So I came out there at this order and Bob in the circle, this gang, <laughs> this gang of technicians <laughs> just all sitting around. Gaggle while, of technicians. <laughs> yeah, literally. While they're all just like being paid. They're all being paid at this time. And they <laughs> and they all just turn and stare at me because like I'm pretty new at this point. Like they don't know me that well. And I'm, I just turn. And I'm like, hey, like. We need to get this done. One of the other managers is asking about it. And uh, I swear you, I shit you not, Bob just turns to me and he goes, no. (laughs) Normal. This is normal conversation between more than just one person. Um, yeah, I was, yeah, so it's almost like a, like chickens, like trying to beat off other chickens, you know, because it's like, I'm, I'm going to assert my dominance 
over this over this person right now and i'm gonna tell them no and see what they do in front of everybody <laughs> that's literally what this is <laughs> so bob tells me no and i was like but we have to do it now we have we need to get it done he goes no and i said okay so i literally shoved the the po at him and he threw it in the trash <laughs> straight up in the trash i was like you know what i literally went back to my desk and cried i just hid in the corner it was bad yep that's Usually like a... you, need, you need one of those every now and then you need, you need a, <laughs> a good poop, poop dick and tear uh time to yourself and then regroup i don't think anybody back. knew that i cried but i did regroup and then i pretended nothing was wrong and then <laughs> it was bad that's always a good one right there you just kind of <clears throat> you kind of just store that set that in the back of your head for a little bit and just remember that whenever you're in a situation like that be a worse poop dick Back to them when it's <laughs> super inconvenient for them. <laughs> well, <laughs> um, I can't say that I did that, but I, I just the the trash. It was the trash. Okay. Oh, just just me. <laughs> no, no. I mean, I will, but sometimes I'm just not like. I feel like I'm not conniving enough. Almost like I'm just like, well, we gotta go to work. <laughs> gotta fuck back to work. <laughs> we gotta get to work. We gotta. We gotta do it so i don't have time i don't have time i literally don't have time for you to be a poop dick right now yes and um uh yeah so that was my biggest poop dick moment i should have never shoved a po at somebody but i did and then look what happened it turned into a bigger poop dickery moment yes (laughs) learning experience for a young able-bodied first job out of college person (laughs) If that even what do you is. do? I shove POs at people that don't want to do their work. <laughs> I shove papers at people that don't do work when they're getting paid to do work. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Take this paper. Don't you throw it in the trash. Why you gotta be like that? What did I always used to say? We've paid We've paid more for less. <laughs> oh, facts. Like, cause I would mess something up and you'd be like, nah, it's fine. <laughs> we've, we've paid more for less. <laughs> AKA people just sitting around. <laughs> sad that's a that's a it's a depressing one because like you can mention something you can definitely call it out but then there was you know like you could like be speaking the sentence and at the same time thinking in your head you already know what this reaction this outcome is going to be you're either going to get one of the one of the few things you're going to get no or we don't have anything to do or no (laughs) (laughs) yeah those are your three options no no and well, I'm sitting on my ass anyways, and I'm pretty bored, so maybe. Yeah, and if you get a maybe, eh, I'll take that as a win. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, over the course of like the time that I've worked at this site, the, the culture has gotten a lot better in general, and I think I'm at a point where I've just gotten so used to dealing with these people, I, I don't really take it personal anyway. When I went back to my desk and cried, I think I was more upset with myself being like, why did I act that way? And like, why did I react that way? I think I was just disappointed in the fact that I even did that in the first place. Right. It's just like what, what we do and everything, right? Is we have different times of the season where things are super high stress. And yeah. I'm not just trying to say like, we're, we're the only business that's high stress and everything, but like, it's a lot of people involved in a lot of situations that have timelines and deadlines. So it's just like, if someone wants to be the brakes essentially in a, in a project, it's like, why, <laughs> why do you have to be a PD right now? Of all the other times I would have allowed for you to be a super poop dick. Why does it have to be now? Yeah. Just like not in the middle. So like 
what Dan means by seasons is, <clears throat> so typically in ag, you have, um, I would say like three or four big seasons. So obviously you have planting season when you're planting your crop, you have your harvest season when you harvest it, and then you have your packaging season where you ship and like package all the product that you planted and you're like putting into whatever packaging your company provides. So depending on what time it is during those three seasons, like the stakes can be very, very high and very, very stressful. So if we don't get stuff, like certain things done in a timely manner, it can really like really fuck up stuff um, and like the amount of crop that we get and therefore the amount of product that our company can sell to customers. So it is it is important ultimately. But I think some people, especially at the sites that we work at, they forget where they fit into the bigger picture. So it's almost like they don't realize how important the work they're doing is and like how it all adds up. Yeah, they're just, they're just like, I'm a technician, I just do the work, and the iPad don't work. That's pretty much <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> when they come in and they're like, my iPad don't go-go, <laughs> and then we have to sit and figure it out. iPad don't do-do, figure. <laughs> figure out, and then they like don't leave a note, so you don't even know like how to get into the iPad. You're just like, well, who's this? <laughs> or, or someone like just like drop down an iPad, and they'll just be like, all right, time to go to break. Can you fix that? Yeah, that's literally, that's literally what they'll do. They'll come in, like, for example, even just literally today, and it, it wasn't even a bad interaction because the two technicians that I interacted with, they kind of already had it set up. There's just a couple things that I had to do. I walked into the break room to get a cup of coffee. I walked out of the break room with two iPads and a sheet of paper with somebody's username and password on it. This is a regular thing. <laughs> literally, I just went to go get a cup of coffee. iPad on desk. And then you figure out based on the, usually by the screensaver or if you recognize or if you knew the person that came in and dropped it off and then you go track them down and you're like, Hey, can I get your you know, username and password so I can actually, you know, do something with this? Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. I didn't know you need that. <laughs> oh yeah. Cause you know, I just plug it in and it just works. You're just kind of like, why would, what? why wouldn't I need this information? <laughs> like, how do, how did you expect me to get anything done? <laughs> I kind of want to be like, do you, when you go drop your car off to get service, do you keep the keys or do you give the keys to the technician? That's literally, yeah, that's a really good way to put it. I don't know. Do you put, <laughs> do you put your jeans on upside down or, <laughs> or right side up? I put my pants on one leg at a time, just like you. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. All right, so I had to like, go there. <laughs> and it's just like, oh, one leg at a time. All right, you want to just give me this passcode real quick? <laughs> <laughs> uh, can I just get your username and password, please? And, like, the, they don't care either. They just, so our usernames and passwords, you could literally use our username and passwords to get into 401ks, healthcare, look at everybody's right. emails, like, like, there's a lot of stuff that you can get into, and they just hand it over. Like, I don't think a lot of them understand, like, how much stuff we could get into into their personal, like... Right. Like, I could log into a computer with the same information for their iPads and just go through all their shit. They have no idea. Sometimes it's kind of funny. I did one time. That's a good... That's a good... That's a funny story. Um, I was resetting the technician's iPad one time, and, uh, you know, I was just like, you know... Well, let's see, you know, it's a work, it's a work iPad, right? So it should be used for nothing but work. But it's, I'm curious to see what's in the photos, just like anybody <gasps> else would want to be. Oh, no. There, right? Oh, no. 
I'm and, scared. Uh, I'm scared for this right now. So what what had happened is uh, certain people know other people's passcodes because they either work together or they share the iPad because someone forgot theirs at home. So or like their kids or something or whatever else. And luckily, I've never seen any nudes or anything like that. Nothing like oh that. Oh my god! But, but it was kind of funny because some some of the workers and everything like to prank each other. And so, I, if an iPad's left out and someone knows your passcode, yikes! Because you don't know what's about to happen. So I, I'm in, you know, I'm looking at the photos and everything, and you can see there's some stuff in there around some seed and some other stuff, some product quality, and then there's just one video that's like. I don't know, twenty seconds long or something like that, and I'm like, "Oh, what's this?" And it looks like I'm and so I, scared I couldn't right really, now. I couldn't really understand what what the background was, but I realized it was actually the bathroom floor. <clears throat> and what had happened was, is a technician took the iPad into the bathroom <laughs> and videoed him himself pissing without what? shaft, with, with, non shaft, without shaft. What? The um, fuck? And it was just a steady stream. <laughs> And so meanwhile, meanwhile, remember, I'm, I'm, I'm fixing this situation with this iPad, right? So I know who exactly, whose iPad this is. Do I know if it's his iPad or is it someone else's iPad? And I know it's a dude because it's in the boy's bathroom in the way they angle, you know, you just get that kind of stuff. Biology. Um, so I immediately, you know, just leave the video on there and I just exit out. At this point, I'm so numb to bullshit. That it doesn't even phase me. So oh I'm just God. like, you know what, whatever. I'm just here to do this. I'm just going to reset this thing and get it figured out. So get it all straightened out, give it back. And I'm like, hey, by chance, um, have you had time to check your photos out? Oh, and, no. Uh, he goes, no, why? What's on it? And I was just like, you might want to open your photos real quick. Oh, my God. The, the, more thing that, the thing that bothered me the most wasn't wasn't the fact that he didn't know it was actually the reaction that he had to that it was like a sense of like ah oh, man it got me and i was just like what somebody literally put a video of them so like it wasn't even him so somebody him. somebody took his ipad recorded them peeing on it and Correct. then gave it back to him and so he had no fucking I, idea and you I, found yeah. it oh yeah. my god yeah so i watched someone else pee into a urinal. For that about wasn't 10, even him. 10 to 20 seconds, you know, with lead up and shut down, oh right? Great camera footage because they didn't show shaft at all. So it was just straight steady pee. And uh, the, the fact that it wasn't his and he was semi sort of like comfortable, like, ah, man, they got me. They didn't even care. Literally had me baffled. Um, I was like, wow, you're really that... okay with someone else literally pissing on your iPad. Dude, that really, that really tells like, the culture that we work in like it's some things just are too far and like i almost feel like that's like the border of it because like if you didn't know who that was like how did the person you gave the ipad back to know who that was like they have no idea of knowing like i just don't understand it's just like how are you okay with this and like can go about your day like ah got me with the pissing video (laughs) like what the fuck that's really bad. We had another situation that happened similar to that. It didn't have the iPads involved, but it was like, it was after you had left the site. It was, um, I think they like left some comment about like another technician being gay. It was like a whole thing. It was really bad. Oh, they like, yeah, they like wrote it somewhere in the warehouse. It was really, <laughs> it was bad. And it's kind of like what you're talking about. It's more sad because the person that it 
like referred to. He was just kind of like, eh, <laughs> did not care. I mean, we have the, 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 the technicians at our site, I would like to say are hardened. Like <laughs> they're brutal <laughs> majority of them. Cause I really don't know a soft technician that works at that site. They're pretty much all brutal. And if you're not <laughs> brutal back or willing to accept it and then eaten alive. <laughs> yeah. And like do something after it, uh, you're going to have a bad time. <laughs> yeah. Like seriously, it will fuck you up. <laughs> yes, like they yeah. mess with you mentally and it's like on Literally. purpose it's like, you remember, you know that study that they did on those college kids where they're like, okay, so this group is going to be the jailers, and then this group is going to be uh, the <clears throat> the inmates, and they went around their college campus for an entire week with this mentality, and it they had to put some of those college students through therapy. People take it really seriously. So our- Oh, was that the one where they like made the fake jail? Yeah, and it really... There's a whole documentary on that. Yeah, and it really messed with people's psyches. So it's really not a joke when we say the fact that people have accepted this behavior is almost what's more scary than the actual behavior itself. Because, I mean, don't get me wrong, I think it's hilarious, but at the same time, would I be doing that at work? Probably not. Would I do it to somebody I was pretty close friends with? Sure, but, I mean, at work, probably not. (laughs) There's a big difference. But at the same time... Looking at the technician base, once you get to know him, you're like, ah, it makes sense. <laughs> like, you just get it. Fair enough. It's it's its own thing. Like, it's so hard to describe in words how, how these people are. Like, that's why we have poop dick. It's literally yeah. poop dickery. There's just no other way that's to explain it. That's the most it. PC way we can describe everything. Is just yeah. <clears throat> like, do I want to sit here and tell you how fucked up my mental health is from working at, at work? Not really. Do I want to no. sit here and talk about poop dickery? Hell Absolutely. yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> banana bread. <laughs> I had some banana bread at work today, bro. Literally, that meme got us through a lot. <laughs> Memes are the only thing that keep me going. <laughs> yes, exactly. Dealing with poop dicks is the, the solution. Is a lot of a lot of dark humor memes. Um <laughs> A lot of relatable situations that you can share with your counterparts that sit at the same shelf desk. Yeah, everybody um, needs a work dad like Dan. Yeah. yeah. And a shelf desk with yeah. three people because you're forced to be close. <laughs> we kind of, we, well, you kind of had like two work dads. Uh, the, our other counterpart, myself, uh, were kind of like your two like sight dads. Sight dads. I was the kid. They were, they were the, they were the married couple and I was the kid <laughs> trying exactly. to learn everything. Yeah, and we're just like, how the how the hell do we do everything? And then how do we teach her how to do everything? <laughs> it was like two parents that had an a, a kid by accident. Like I was the accident, you know. But we were. I was okay a happy. I was a happy mistake. That's what yes. I was for them. Happy happy mistake that we was okay with that went out drinking with us on Thursdays. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> like that's just pretty much what it was. <laughs> I can't wait to hear myself Fuck. doing that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm gonna have to like just edit little little bits and pieces of that. Just <laughs> I think I should be a voice actor. <laughs> you should I... literally just get like a soundboard, like a little button board, and just like edit little shit like <laughs> Yeah, where you like press the button. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like noises that we pre-recorded. 
Did the catfish coolie poop? Oh my god. <laughs> just a little bit of Dan's farts. <laughs> and just a couple of just like. <laughs> what was that one video we used to watch where it was like the guy, he's like banging his head and he's, it's like the metal music and he's just like, I fucking love this song. <laughs> he, like, he like throws up everywhere. Let me pull that up real quick. I'm going to find that. Oh my God. I, <laughs> he, he like keeps standing. He's like vomiting. Also that Cardi, that, uh, that, what is it? Megan Thee Stallion song you sent me? Which one? Text message. Which one? Uh, it was the metal version or whatever. Oh, it's the, okay. So there's this guy. It doesn't work on YouTube. What? Yeah. They took it down. Oh, that sucks. I must've gotten to watch it like right before they took it down. Cause that guy, he's this guy who listens to like really, really heavy metal and he watched. Oh, here it is. at all been there done that oh yike (laughs) (laughs) oh my god okay so just take a moment thinking about the (laughs) 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 what do you think your biggest pd moment is year to date (laughs) my biggest pd moment yeah what you doing girl (laughs) with all that I'm trying to like think back since in my new role now here in Texas. Texas, where we went um, while we put my pants on one one leg at a time. <laughs> <laughs> Down here my, in Texas. Oh man, one of my biggest PD moments I've had. Um, I would probably say so. Here, at the beginning of October, actually, I recently had a PD moment. Um, so. Uh-oh. Where, where Kate and I originally started, right, um, you know, it's agriculture, right, and, you know, you have startup process and everything, and pretty much it's a known thing that uh, every time the season starts, you're going to have problems. So if you oh, go God. in optimistic, <clears throat> um, be prepared to be let down. <laughs> facts so uh you know it's it's let's picture this you know a couple weeks ago it's the beginning of october right and i'm at a new site new you know doing new stuff and everything so uh we're kind of a, a, a more of a site that's ahead of the time you know very new um so i'm expecting better <laughs> and uh like Yay. forget everything i learned in the past four years i'm starting over <laughs> you like, became <laughs> you became me at your new site so like Dan's, Dan uh, is a trader. He switched crops. <laughs> I literally didn't even learn uh, what I had basically seen over the course of four years and went back to basically being me. Kate, she first came on. That was, but why? That was, yeah, that was me about um, uh, about two weeks ago. And I've been in my role about nine months now. So I've gotten uh, a lot of, lot of uh, exposure to what goes on and everything. So you know, and we don't have the same kind of setup and everything that we had up north. And so I was like, oh, it's, everything's going to be different. You know, new site, Yay. new me. Uh, new, site, new site, new me. Everything was different. 
New site, new me. <laughs> JK. I, I went into this so, like, I hate to use the term happy-go-lucky. Like, I was super planned out. I had everything in order. Well, I thought I had everything in order. Little did I know, it was a goddamn mess. And <laughs> I literally got my ass handed to me within two days of trying to start up. And we realized everything's broke. <laughs> and so, and then on top of this, right? Just like cliche with everybody else going on with with coronavirus and everything. The Rona. To schedule. You know, oh, yeah, yeah. Scheduling and... has been a nightmare. Um, Hold up. Hold up. <laughs> Wait a minute. Something ain't right. It's called the Rona. And it fucked yeah. everybody who works Literally. in ag. Because everybody's like, oh, first responders and nurses. And <clears throat> yes, I do agree. Thank you very much for everybody who's who's doing that work. But people forget about farmers. And we've literally been working this entire time. Dan moved <clears throat> right before all this shit went down, basically. We've been working the entire time. Miners have been working the entire time. Truck drivers have been working the entire time. Literally, if we all stopped, no one has food. <laughs> literally. literally. And for some reason, no one gives a shit about us. <laughs> they literally yeah. don't even realize we exist, especially people who live in cities. And exactly. I know that for a fact because I grew up in a city and I was one of those people. <laughs> Shout out to the farmers. <laughs> Yay, agriculture during the Rona. Okay, scheduling. Scheduling, scheduling. machines a nightmare. Go on, Good go Lord. on. Scheduling was a nightmare through the summer, so a lot of stuff got taken apart when we had people, and then we had to shift people around because the other needs were needed throughout agriculture. We have different seasons going on and whatnot with rebag and returns process. And so, uh, you know, uh, kind of a lull went on there for a while in the summer where, you know, I had to shift pretty much my entire department to a different department uh, to help out and support because we were down people or uh, we had to block based on the blocked out schedule we had um, you know we had to just make arrangements so fast forward to uh, you know October 1st right you know we're ready to turn key uh, you know turn the side on essentially in, in, in my department and uh, um, I've pretty much um, not been ready for this <laughs> oh but okay but like who can get ready for a new season it's really hard as much as you prepare every in like <clears throat> going into a new season and like the year and a half that i've been working the, the seasons that i've rotated in and out of no matter how much you think you're prepared you're never you never you never really prepared <laughs> right <ever. laughs> and part of me was not prepared but i think the major part was Part of me was also like, new site, new me, different new equipment. New site, new me. It's Hi. basically brand new. What can go wrong? Little did I know, everything can fucking go wrong. <laughs> oh, no. And so, uh, you know, it was kind of a, it wasn't, so like the next door is my production lead. And uh, he steps around the corner because he knows it's just been, it's been a day for Dan. Uh, and I, I've already got a receding hairline uh, and what little dignity I have left from what agriculture has robbed from me. Um, oh my God. He steps into my office and he's like, Dan, I'm going to tell you right now. It's startup. It's harvest. You're not sick. You're not having a bad day. Everybody goes through this. You're going to be all right. <laughs> and that I literally took that for a little bit, res let it resonate for a second. And I was like, Okay, we're back to being numb, and then we're back to normal Dan. So, so like, I feel like you had a moment that we all get where just for a second we can almost crack. Like you got like out of nine, 
on a one to ten scale, you were like a nine, and if a ten is cracking, <laughs> you yes. were like so close. And the problem I feel like when we all get to that point too is when we crack, we fucking crack. Like it's bad because <clears throat> you hold it in so long by like quote well, you don't, to quote Dan keeping is, yourself numb. Right, you don't have time to go. You feel like you don't have time to go mm-hmm. talk about it or go do something about it, right? You just got to like push it off to the side, like yikes, and then go do something else. Uh, you know, to kind of, you know, get ahead because obviously just sitting here talking about our dwelling on it's not going to do anything. That's why we have the podcast. Um. <laughs> yeah, we, we call, I'm calling this right now a PDV. Um, that stands for poop dick vent. And we really, really need them in ag. It's hard because you can't stop or people don't have food, literally. Or you have the company people that are just like, oh, that's just kind of how it goes and everything. Yeah, so. Oh, yeah. People in our company, in our corporate office, they'll literally just be like, I don't care. Production's just going to do it. Like, they literally yeah. don't give a shit about us. They just want it done. When you think about it, we're the we're the last line of defense, but also we're treated as, like, the bottom of the barrel, right? But we make the most money, literally. Right. We are the money maker of our of our company. And <laughs> we're we the treated... reason you got a bonus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, like, literally, we're the reason this company's making money. Like, so the like, amount I... it is. So, like, looking at, like, not to talk about my, toot my own horn, but, you know, looking at the fact that I would like to go eventually, you know, make my way up into corporate and everything, you know, when you really get someone who's started in production from the get-go that eventually gets to corporate, I feel like it's going to be a super unsettling environment for everyone that never started in production. So, it's like when you get a, someone from production into that group, right, <laughs> you're going to just be like what's going on like just straight up like you're already like three energy drinks in <laughs> it's not even like we're seven all o'clock. Pumped, you're like pumped up and everyone's like whoa dude i just had my first cup of coffee i just walked into the office like two minutes ago you need to chill yeah. and like you're like, there at 5 a.m they're rolling in at eight o'clock you've been there since five you're not sure why <laughs> and you've got three cans of energy drinks in you by seven like you're just they're just like, like what are you doing i've the- literally planned out the entire month <laughs> literally the amount of like anxiety that you get working in production you just have to be like that and i know other jobs can be stressful and you have to juggle a lot but it's a new it's a new level when you when you have to make things run at a certain time so imagine being responsible for like a hundred plus people at a site there's like five of you that five to like ten of you at most that are responsible depending on the site Mm -hmm. and how big it is and you have to make sure shit runs, but you're working with machinery that, as Dan has just said, doesn't even work when it's brand new. And we're in a situation this year, too, where, like, our bulk bins, so, like, where we store all of our, like, raw, dried crop, we can't even fit all of our crop that we planted into it. So we had to start packaging this stuff immediately. Can you imagine the sheer amount of pressure to get that done? And that's coming from like way above our heads. It's like, there's it's no stressful. Margin. There's no room for error. No, there's really not. And if you do make an error, it affects everybody, <laughs> everyone company and just wide. Like, if you want to kind of put it on a scale, right? And I'm not trying to see compare whose dick's bigger here. <laughs> Mine's uh, definitely of, bigger. Of, of, <laughs> of the sites, right? So my old site has two PMs. Those are the main people that oversee the entire operation um, going on. PM is like site. a manager. Yes. Uh my site right here in Texas, we have a total of five. Yeah, I can't even imagine how much time, extra time I would have with five. Because it's basically me and 1 p.m. 
that run all of packaging <laughs> and like yep. that's it <laughs> it's just and the two of us of the five of us right um we oversee about 230 employees total counting part-time um that we oversee uh some of those full-time report to us um so i mean that's just kind of the sheer scale of what difference i've moved from and up to uh and but the same thing still remains startup is never good just never happens especially when it's like if we shift into a season where we haven't used a machine for a while oh dude it's just it's not gonna go it just automation don't do do it don't go (laughs) machine no go go it brokey you know the one thing the thing we always throw around a lot is logic isn't there (laughs) that's another one to oh can you just can you jot that down the logic just isn't working i just want that on a shirt (laughs) the Uh, logic isn't there logic isn't there (laughs) the logic ain't there we could talk about that another time too (laughs) let me just jot that down automation oh my automation at and automation not just at our side, but automation in general, because we live in a you know society where we have a lot of automation and automation engineers, automation technicians. Uh, you know, this whole world revolves around automation. Um, but there's a lot of comedy around those people who do that automation. <laughs> That's. I think it's funny that you even say that. Honestly, they're not funny at all. They're all no trash. They suck. They hot, suck. Hot garbage. <laughs> dumpster fires (laughs) hot hot garbage like flaming boiling garbage that's literally that's basically what they do for their jobs that you know they just they just sit in a circle and they have this pot and they just put garbage into it that's literally their whole job that's what it seems like (laughs) about automation people is never diss their work because they take their work very seriously as anybody should right but the way i the, the way i scale it down to kind of compare like how how it uh, how that conversation goes is if you were to ever have like a, a three-year-old draw you a picture <laughs> and it's like and you were to say draw me a picture of this family you would expect some scribbles maybe some stick figures one person's maybe got long blonde hair <laughs> and you know even some smiley faces right and if you were to go to that three-year-old and be like, well, this looks atrocious. Clearly, there's no definition in the, in the, in the facial features at all. And there's no, you know, <laughs> what, what, did you, what were you thinking the entire time? That is like how I picture my conversations go with automation engineers. <laughs> it's like you have to, it's like because you're getting paid, you have to tell them like, hey, there's, there's no details on this person's face. And then they take it really, really personal. <laughs> they take it very personal. Uh, and I have my own story about that, which I can share real quick here. Go um, right it, go right ahead. So uh, when I had first started, there was a section of my area in the site that uh, didn't work. And I'm a very <laughs> blunt, crass person by design. That is, yeah, that's, I can agree with that. I can attest and to that. I, I, I sometimes can dial back the bluntness or I can be very, very blunt. Um but at the same time, I don't really adjust on the fly. It's just how I'm feeling that day, right? <laughs> and so, uh, you know, this thing, this per, you know, certain part of the site wasn't working and everything and whatnot. And so, uh, you know, what I do, I go track down the automation tech at the time because we didn't have an automation engineer at the time. So I go to the tech and I'm like, hey, I don't know who designed this, but clearly they don't know what they're doing. This is supposed to match to this. This, this ladder doesn't go right with this and everything. 
and I'm explaining some some automation, uh, you know, kind of wording and everything with him and everything to where he understands, right? And the whole time he's got this look on his face of just like pure disappointment, but at the same time it's like pure upsetting. Oh no! Uh, oh and no! And so I stop, and I'm like, I'm sorry, did I, did I say something? off do you not know what i'm talking about I, I you know and then the first words out of his mouth is i designed the logic oh no and so my reaction is to be like oh well it don't work <laughs> oh my is that literally what you said to him literally what i said well oh, oh it God. don't work so i <laughs> oh, literally shit. assume let's circle back since this is the pd podcast uh you know let's be honest that's another poop dick moment for me right that's there. a poop dickery um, moment that's your po moment that's your not PO like in the trash oh moment. i'm so sorry i should have you know i should have changed my approach i didn't mean to say that i don't mean any offense by that my response is oh it don't work it, it no go go it broke because i'm so baffled by that because he wasn't listening to what i was saying that i was just like i don't work like you were like oh shit i, I already said it i have to commit now <clears throat> Yeah, like, let's, let's go back to, like, when I said, like, picture the three-year-old with the photo <laughs> or the drawing that he just worked, he or she just worked so hard on oh, no. to draw, and then you basically were just like, well, this looks like shit. Oh, no. Dude, that... Yeah, pretty much my scenario. That would be so awkward. I started reading this book called The Twelve Rules for Life by Jordan Peterson, and one of the rules in there is um, always assume somebody knows more than you, and, like, I think that's a perfect example of why that's a good rule for life. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Just be like, um, that's awkward. But, like, I, I put myself into the same situations all the time, which is why I have to read books like The Twelve Rules for Life, because I, I need help. <laughs> I feel like, over, and I don't want me to sound like I'm just an unfiltered person. Uh, I definitely have got better um, since my transition down and whatnot and where I'm at now and the crap I have been through since I've been down here. And like what and you have to deal with. The, the whole four years at the, the other site, right? Um, you know, I'm a, I'm a people leader now, right? You know, so Yeah, yeah, you I'm got just direct talking about reports. All the, right, I'm just talking about all the funny, bad moments I've had. This doesn't mean I'm like, I'm always like that. Um, I just have my moments. Are we all, I think that ultimately anybody is capable of being a PD. And mm -hmm. the bigger question is, are we all just a bunch of PDs trying to make the world go around? Cause that's kind of how I feel. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if it, I really think there's a lot of, a lot of things that couldn't get done if you didn't have a little bit of poop dickery. Right. Um, you know, it, it not only, it may cause some frustration sometimes, but, in the end, it really does cause a little bit of humility because you're just you're able to talk about it. It kind of gets you through your day. You realize, yeah, I, did, I put up with a lot of shit, but uh, it, you know, it kind of really helped me do what I do, right? So moral of the story, <laughs> admit it when you're being a poop dick yes. and embrace your poop dickery and don't let anybody be a poop dick to you. You be a poop dick back <laughs> and you put them in their place. Peace. No.